it was the most bizarre situation. I was head over heels in love and she just left the country. I think we may have said the I love you two weeks before and then nothing and then she disappeared. I'm Jana Hocking and you're listening to Kinda Sorta Dating, the podcast that is sorta, kinda about dating. In this episode, I am talking to the former My Kitchen Rules winner, Steve Flood. He's a 30-something-year-old who has really played the field in Sydney. He's not going to be happy about me saying that, but he's a lovable English lad that all the ladies flock to. And later on in this episode, we will be listening to your calls and sorting out your dating dilemmas. Where do I begin with Steve Flood? He is a 30-something singleton male living in Sydney. He moved here from London about 10 years ago, entered a small show you might know by the name of My Kitchen Rules on Channel 7, went on to win the show, left his job in finance and just immersed himself into the world of cooking and food and developing new recipes and just living his best life, the life he's always wanted. Uh, He's a good mate of mine who I might have shared a cheeky kiss with once or twice. And I want to get him on the podcast today because I really want to delve into the mind of a single 30-something-year-old male in Sydney and find out what his experience has been like because I'm sure it's very different to mine. And don't we all kind of want to know how guys think? So let's just jump straight into it, Steve Flood. I like to warm guests up with a speed round at the start, yep. get a feel for where they're at dating-wise. So I'm going to throw some questions at you. First thing that comes to mind. Okay. Go okay. Date night in or date night out? In, for sure. In? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's more intimate. Yeah, yeah. Okay, true. Chat up line or straight to the point? Can they, can, can one lead into, lead the, into other? the other? Yeah. Yeah, like I, I think it's like... nice. To, I think it's good to be cheeky, mm. but I think straight in is 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 going to be kind of scary for a girl. Yeah, your chat up on... lines are straight in, but in a smooth kind of How way. How would you know? I know you <laughs> use them on me. <laughs> Second date or one night stand? Oh, a good mix of both. <laughs> yeah. I think, look, obviously it's going to be horses for courses. So judge it by how it goes. Yeah. I mean, you can't force it. So if, if you have a one amazing night with a girl and that's all it is for both of you, then you should both take that away and enjoy it and not be ashamed of it. Mm, true. No? Yep. I like that answer. Big spoon or little spoon? Big spoon to begin with. And then little spoon. And then little yeah. spoon. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> you all end up with that position. Um, good old-fashioned argument or silent treatment? Oh, no, an argument. Yeah. A good discussion, I think, is, is, is it, you know, it can, it can rev you up. It can, it can bring out the passion. And I think, like, when you, also when you see some, you know, when you see the guts of someone and you mm. see how they react to certain situations, that can actually be a really attractive thing, even if it's an argument that you wouldn't choose. True. It's good to kind of knock the cobwebs off if, yeah. if everything's yeah. been getting a bit annoying. It can be sexy, a, bit, a good old For sure, fight. Yeah. Uh, Bumble or Tinder? Um... Oh, I would say neither, to be honest. I mean, I'm not on Tinder. I have been on Bumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now Bumble, I don't really think is is is, is producing the goods. Oh, right. No. Okay, well, we will delve further into that a little bit later. <laughs> call or text? Oh, I think gone are the days that you can just call someone. I mean, it's so mm-hmm. confronting. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one really knows what situation others are in. Um, so, you know, I think the text 
and then lead to the phone calls. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? Because say you call someone in the middle of a meeting or something and you think they're just... Or in the middle just... of a, they're having another date. Oh, have you done that before? No, no. Well, hopefully so. I hope they not. wouldn't answer if they were in well, the middle of a date. date yeah, true, true. But I always like I read this um, thing in some dating self help book a while ago where it said, Never "How many self help dating read books all have you of read?" Them. <laughs> None of them are working, but yeah. I've read all of them. Um, and it said, "Always text instead of call because if they're kind of being short with you because they're in the middle of something, you're going to walk away thinking they're not interested, but they were just really busy." Yeah, but I, a friend of mine who's now married, successfully mm. married, his play was to always call the girl at, say, 3 p.m. in the afternoon yeah. and then drop the phone call off real quick like he's got to go somewhere. Oh, so it was kind of like calls. giving the love and showing the attention whilst leaving them hanging. <gasps> yeah, that's I don't know where definitely it's, uh, worked it's not on something me. I've, it's not something I've taken on myself, but Well, they're wanting more and then they're questioning what they said and why they dropped off so quickly. Exactly, yeah. Really messes with He's your mind. He's a doctor, so he could just be like his life and limb surgery, and it's like all sexy, you know, like that what a hero. Sexy. Oh my god! Yeah, I've got to go save a life. Bye. Exactly, yeah. and you're like, oh my god, he's saving a life. <laughs> he's amazing. Well done. I think you Thank nailed you. that. Are you feeling warm? Are you feeling prepped? Yeah. Well, I didn't want to prep for this. I think, like, I think Dive you in. want the truth, right? I, I so desperately I think, want the truth. Yeah. Well, We're here to delve into your mind, the mind of a thirty-something-year-old. Bloke, let's dating. keep it at something. Yeah, I kept it at something. Yeah. I'll, I'm almost mid thirties. Are you only almost? No, if, we, if we work backwards. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's start off with your current situation. Hmm. So, are you in love? Are you dating? Are you single? Where are you at? I'd, I'd say I'm still single, but I'm 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 dating. You're actively dating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's not a bad place to be. And I did a bit of digging mm-hmm. into your past. And Were you I, in it? Uh, no, I wasn't. <laughs> we haven't been papped. Well done. This is true. It's true. <laughs> the leave me alone these days. Yeah. Food's not exciting, you know? Well, not yet. It'll come back. It's going through a bit of well, it. It depends who you date, I guess. Yeah, true. You leverage someone else's fame. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> um, so in an old interview, you said that you were happily unmarried. Do you think you're still happily unmarried? I like these, that These term. articles are brilliant because I don't even remember saying that. You said it in um, 2015 in the Daily Telegraph. Okay. I think what I meant probably at the time was that I'm happily in the situation I'm in. Mm-hmm. As in I would never ever say that I don't want to be married in the future. Like I actually do. I think marriage is a phenomenal thing. My parents are still together. They still walk hand in hand, Aww. you know, whenever they're like walking down the street. I think it's really cute. And I, and I love that that companionship and that closeness. So I'm all for marriage, mm-hmm. but I don't think mar- marriage can be rushed. I don't think you can, you know, I hate to say it, but I think there's a fair few people out there who married the wrong people and don't get divorced. Yeah. And I don't really want to do, I don't want to either live in, live as an unhappy unhappily married man mm-hmm. and I don't want to live as a divorced man either so I'd rather take my time and get it right yes so enjoy and, and enjoy the the bit in the middle you know I'm exactly the same I don't divorce I've had that many friends go through divorce mm. now and it looks exhausting you end up hating each other no, for it's sure. so expensive but also I think not everyone is for everyone mm-hmm. and people always assume that the people they meet yeah. are genuinely for them, but they're just for them in that moment. Yeah. And I think when you've got, when you do take your time, you you have the foresight and the and some hindsight from previous experiences to see what should and would and won't work. Yeah. And I think that often if you rush in, you you will forget all of that. 
Oh, totally. If I had have dated any of the blokes I married in my 20s, we would definitely be divorced now. I had, it took me a solid 10 years to mm. grow up, maybe another six <laughs> as well. But um, I think you change your taste so much, and I'm quite happy with my taste at the moment. Um, I won't ask you what that is. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> ask, I don't know, ask the tabloids. No, yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I, I'm comfortable with, like, you know, I want a man that's got goals and directions mm. and, um, you know, is good for me as well as I'm good for them as opposed to like in my 20s I just wanted a hot guy with tattoos and a bit of a bad attitude so um yeah I I really liked that you said you were happily unmarried because I'm quite happily unmarried as well and I think the pandemic has really sorted out the couples that were supposed to be together and the ones that were probably quite miserable yeah I think so I think also, I think it's sorted out friendships as well mm. because everyone would have had some bad time in one way or another and I think that some people will have grown apart and some people would have grown closer yeah. and I think that also op- offers opportunities for the people you grow away from to come back together again. Yeah. You know, and everyone needs a break from from someone yeah. or whether it's a, a dating partner or a friendship. Mm-hmm. So I think the, I think COVID's been awesome for, for lots of different things Yeah, and obviously bad for a whole bunch of other things. <gasps> oh, Lord, so many divorcees mm. back on the market. Um, now, did you Skype date during the pandemic? I th- there were a few invites for it, mm-hmm. um, but it's just not something I want to do. Yeah. It's really not. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very lucky at the time. I just got a puppy. Yeah, and not because of COVID. I, I I I was lucky enough to to sign on before that, but going out walking, um, like four or five times a day. Everyone obviously wants to see the puppy, whether it's friends or prospective partners or yeah. you know just chicks you're dating. Um, so you could have like mini dates. Yeah, and and so being locked down, especially in Sydney, just didn't. I didn't feel it for me. You yeah. know, I was in I was in a part of Sydney that was very quiet and leafy. Um, so taking a bottle of wine down to the park wasn't an issue. I ran um, into you on one of those dates because I was on one of those dates. Really? Remember? Yes, and remember you went to shake the guy's hand oh, and he yeah. gave you this look like, "What are you doing? <laughs> We're in a pandemic." And I was like, is "That true. is so oh, awkward." It was so awkward, wasn't it? It yeah. was so awkward. And then you messaged me afterwards. I think I made afterwards. him shake my hand in the end. Yeah, you did because, and he looked at you like yeah. you had the plague. We just forgot that we were supposed to be I think to be a week before distancing. that, I'd actually gone to something and shook a guy's hand. And I remember saying to the guy, that's such a good feeling. Like I I'm, know. I'm not gay, but I really enjoyed checking Touch. out. Touch. Yeah, it was nice. It was just, it was back to the good old days of, of you know, physical touch is something that humans need, mm-hmm. whether we- it's, you know, men, women, kids, grandpa, you know, giving you, giving your, your mom or your nan or just an old lady on the street a hug is something that can give you some so much joy. Yeah, I really, I really understand it now, mm. post-pandemic mm. and everyone, because I kept forgetting and then going, oh, sorry, COVID anyway, hug. I wasn't actually on a date. Yes, you were no, on a date. No, it wasn't a date. I swear on my life it wasn't a date. Really? It was, just, it was someone I'd actually maybe had romantic links with previously. Right. We lived in the area. We Did were taking a stroll. Seeing whose who's date we could crash. <laughs> well, you crashed mine. <laughs> now, question, did she know you were on a friend date? Yeah, no, she did. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think potentially she would have liked it to be more than that. Yes. But I'd kind of stepped, mentally I'd stepped out of that So that can spot. you go hang out with someone after you've been on a few dates with them as friends? I can't. Not usually, no. But she's a good egg. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's, she's a good person. We got on really well far be- 
long before it became romantic. Oh, okay. And so, so you, it was first. yeah, it was a, it was a carryover, and and I think when you do have those scenarios, you can just wipe the slate clean and say, hey, we got that out of the way. Yeah. Okay. Now we can, you know, because some some of those things do linger. Yeah. With friendships. Actually, that's Stu and I. Because we, yeah, actually, we're very similar. Now we're just mates. You just hope in that situation you're both on the same page. Yeah, I know. Because there's me being like, I'm going to clean out the cobwebs of any, you know, desire or doubt from either side. And the other person might be in a completely different mind frame. So and they're just you hoping. can never see that. Yeah. It's very when Harry met Sally. The age old question yeah. can you be friends with the opposite sex? I, I think know. so. There's plenty I don't want to have sex with. Okay, <laughs> next question. We'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Quite the I'm romantic. Sorry, yeah, I, I, I think I've always said this is that there's two types of romantics. Mm-hmm. There's obviously the hopeless romantic realist, mm-hmm. and then there's the hopeless romantic optimist. Oh. So the realist accepts that they might not meet the right person, but they'll but they're going to make it work no matter what. Whereas I think I fall into the optimist category where I think that I still will meet the right person, whether I'm. 37 or 47 or 67 and I think that that kind of I don't know I think I'm quite a hopeful person in in that way that why give up that hope why concede and become the realist yes just because that's a more likely situation Mm -hmm. but who wants the likely situation it would sound like surely you want the one you no, that makes you go va va exactly yeah. totally I always think that so when I've been on quite a few dates with a guy and it can go one way or the other and I'm like mm, am I just going to settle or can I this sounds so silly but I try to envision like okay say I was at the top of the wedding aisle mm-hmm. and I looked down and I saw his face would I be so excited to meet him at the end of that aisle or would it just be like this seems like a smart decision. Yeah. And if if I don't glow and think, yep, I could totally see myself excited to marry this man, then it's a no. Okay, do you want a quick story? Yes, always. Okay, this is going back 13 or 14 years. Mm-hmm. I brought a girl across from uh, England to live here with me. Apologies, I'm talking about this, and she probably doesn't know this, but I don't think she'll listen. Yeah. Um, but I went to a wedding in America for her brother, and... We were both up, up with the bride and groom. Right. And we were four years, I think three or four years into the relationship. And I looked across at her and I, I was fully in love with her. We lived, we had such an amazing relationship. But I looked at her in that moment and I knew that she wouldn't be my wife. Oh, it was yeah. actually heartbreaking for me as it was for her, you know, a year, six months, a year later. But in that moment, I knew that that wasn't going to be you the rest of my life. You couldn't envision it. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. I think it takes one of the, it takes those moments that maybe people have those moments and they ignore those moments. I know so many people who have, but I just physically couldn't do it. Like yeah. I, it was a, it was shattering because we'd built such a good life, um, you know, friendships with everything got had to be split after that, um, and the reality set in that that I then had to 
make that start happen. all over again as well. well. Was, that as well, yeah. yeah. But that was the, that was exciting for me to yeah. start all over because I knew that I didn't find what I thought I'd found. Oh, fascinating! But, I think that, but you knew, and you had an instant. Yeah, I knew. Wow! In that one moment, I knew. I wonder how many people that happens to. Yeah, it's bizarre. I had a um, numerologist tell me (laughs) (laughs) that I wasn't going to find the one till I was 45. And I think I was devastated for a week because I took it as like the Bible. And I was like, oh my God, 45, I'm so exhausted with dating. And then after a week I went... Okay, well, that gives me a bit of freedom. For sure. That's how many more years of fun? Like 20. No. (laughs) (laughs) I had, what am I? I'm 36. So they told me when I was, yeah, 35. So I had 10 years. I was like, God, I've got 10 years of dating. And something in my head went, well, go and have fun. Yeah, for sure. Like date different people. and Let's realise that not everyone finds the one. And mm. you've just been told you will find the one. How exciting. So that means you're one of the lucky ones. You know, oh, that's the lucky so ones. true. So, I don't know. I think that if I was told that I will find the one at 44, mm-hmm. that's seven years away. Like that puts kids in a precarious spot, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it puts love at number one. Like Doesn't that means it? that it's going to be like... The one. Yeah, it's going to be fireworks. Yeah. Well, so I don't know. You could... You know, pop out some kids with some other girls before, then yeah. get into the one, make your mistakes early. Yeah, I thought no, I'd I be three divorces do down by now. <laughs> That's a bit of a shame. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, one of my questions was, have you had your heart broken? Oh, yeah, for sure. How do yeah. you think boys deal with it differently to girls? Um, I don't know if they do. You think it's fairly similar? Yeah, well, I've never really kind of thought about how women process it yeah um when it happened to me it was the most bizarre situation i was head over heels in love and she just left the country oh she was always going to leave, going to leave the country mm-hmm. but it would have been nice to have it happen on mutual terms yeah i think we may have said the i love you two weeks before mm-hmm. and then nothing and then she disappeared and then plain yeah wow so you know her explanation was that she couldn't she would never have been able to leave if she'd maintained contact up until the point when she was supposed to go. Oh, I get I can kind of understand mean. that, but yeah. hey, have a heart, you know? But if you love someone, you love someone. Yeah, well, if you love someone, stay. Yeah. You know? But I, I was never, I was, I never gave that ultimatum. I always said go mm-hmm. because I would never want to be resented somewhere down the line for stopping someone doing something. Of course. Um, so that wasn't the case. But then, you know, two months later, a call from Paris comes in to say, I'm, I've made the biggest mistake of my life. I'm coming back. And of course, I'm like, no chance. Like, no way. Really? No, because you, you, that's an emotional state you're in and the solution oh, isn't is me. to reach out to yeah, a Yeah, the solution's not yeah. me. Yeah. Um, you know, your own problems are your problems. They shouldn't be solved by others. Mm-hmm. You've got to work through that. You know, if anything, I, was, I would have said, you know, come home when you're supposed to come home in six months. Then we will have a look at it. Yeah. You know, and, and then by that stage, you'll be in a completely different frame of mind. Yeah. And it might not even be an option. And, and it wasn't. Yeah, it, it turned out. It sounds like she freaks out and makes rash decisions. Would that be right? Yeah, look, she was a fair bit younger. Okay. And so I, I don't have any animosity towards her yeah. for, for actions. I've got all got over all of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess, you know, I don't think I would have done the same in, if I was her age. No. You know, I think people who show maturity levels at young ages, mm-hmm. they can 
date 10 years older mm -hmm. and that's not a problem you know i think that i know many couples who have, who have managed to make that work and yeah. it works brilliantly due to the immaturity of men and the, and the maturity of women. Yeah, it's we, we all true. know the truth. Yeah. It's true. The most mature relationships I've ever had have been with older gents. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It does equal itself out. So how did you process the breakup? Like, what was there anything you did to kind of... No, that was a particularly hard one. Mm. I think that's the, that's the hardest situation I've ever been in when it comes to love. Yeah. And it, it, it just took time. Like, I didn't give up on it. Yeah. And that probably slowed everything down. You know, I truly believe that, you know, even when I got that phone call, that, was, that's, that wasn't necessarily what I wanted, but I wanted to believe that something down the track could change, um, you know, that, that the hurt would, would go away if the situation turned into a positive. Yeah. But I think over time, the hurt just goes away. It does, doesn't it? it okay, does. it's the most annoying thing in the whole world. I hate it when people say it to me when I'm crying and miserable, mm. and they go, "It just takes time. It yeah, just takes time." time and it's time like, time "Well, is, yeah. how do I speed it up?" I've googled everything. How to speed up the heartbreak? How to? Mm. But it is. It's just sitting in the field. It doesn't matter. You know, I think girls in particular. I don't know whether it works the other way, but mm. a guy could jump back on the horse. Yeah. After after utter heartbreak. Yeah. And that does not say that the relationship prior was any less. It, it's just a process. It's just a, something the guys might tend to do to distract themselves. Yeah. Terrible thing to do. What and did I, they say to get over someone, get under someone? Well, there you go. <laughs> you know? I, 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 I won't say I live by it, but it's cer certainly an option. Mm -hmm. It's certainly a way to distract yourself, but ultimately it doesn't work. And do you worry because I've been the girl who the guy has distracted themselves mm. with, with and it ends up hurting both of you, I yeah. think, because the girl, the problem is if you distract yourself with a girl who has feelings for you, it's going to turn into a hot mess. Yeah. Coming from a place of hurt, mm. you might not. You don't care. Be, it, it, I think you'll always care to a certain degree, you might not be as aware. Oh, yeah. You might be so yeah. caught up in yourself that you don't see what you're doing. Yeah. And, and, that, and that might be seen as an excuse, but you're, you're, you can only talk from that experience when you've had that experience, you're in that scenario, and all of a sudden you've got a really nice person who you're hanging around with, you know, two, three times a week who is distracting you, who is taking your mind off. Yeah. And you let that go. You let it continue. Yeah. Because it's a nice situation. Maybe it's not the situation you need or you're looking for, but I think the other person has to pick up on that as well. Yeah, totally. It's a nice break from reality. And yeah. you can tell when someone's rebounding. I read a really good thing the other day and it said the way girls deal with heartbreak is when they know something's coming to an end and it just it's not the right relationship, they'll cry for like a month leading up to the breakup. Then by the time <laughs> they break up with you, they're completely prepared. And then they'll sit for kind of another month, process yeah, it, right. and then get on with it. Whereas guys... That's, that sounds like hell. Yeah. No, it's smart because guys no, won't process it No, I'm thinking hell from a man's all. point of view. Oh, no, it is for men because, because... But also because you're not getting the best of the person. So you just kind of want to be out of it anyway, but you probably won't be in the mindset to end it because you're not where they're at. Yeah, true. You know, it's like, it's, well, I would never, I, I, I personally find it to be, it, when you when you read a person and you can see the changes over time that's drawn them away from you, mm. 
that's probably as heartbreaking as a heart, as, as a breakup. You yes, know? totally. You saw, when you can see someone falling out of love with you with or just boring. pulling away, mm-hmm. it's not the best. And don't you find when your friends like say, like one of my girlfriends will come to me and she'd be like, oh, he used to text me all the time and now, you know, he takes forever to get back to me or yeah. we make plans and he doesn't. And it's awful as a friend just thinking, oh, yeah, they've lost interest. They're about at, to break up with you. At what stage do you give them the honest All, all the time. Okay. All the time. I, I'm quite brutal. But then you'll be seen as like the pessimist yeah that but you're always looking an, on the on the dark side this guy's could could be stuck in meetings his work's ramped up there are often ex- explanations but i'm i i do admit that we would often you utilize excuses mm. to to create that distance yeah yeah so would you say like you would come up if you're unsure but you have lost a bit of spark you'll kind of find a few excuses yeah no you would mm. but at the same time I think when you lose a spark that you want, and I've actually been in quite a few scenarios where I've been in a in say relationships for six to twelve months, and it's got to that point where you really want to say I love you, but you don't feel it, yeah, because your life, your life is great together, yeah, your companionship is there, the sex might be great, but why are you not? Why can you not say I love you? Why do you not have that like? feeling bursting out yes. of you for the person. I think that's that's another one that's really kind of like struck me as difficult to understand and, and live with mm-hmm. because you're passing up great girls. Yeah. And you don't know why. Yeah. But ultimately, in the back of my mind, I always think that that's the person's just not the one. No, they're and not. She's, she's actually the one for someone else. So you can't hold people back. And the, what annoys me is when they're so good on paper. Mm. Like, the, you know... It's a nice guy with a great job and he's he's everything I've got on my list that I want, but mm. there's not that connection. That drives me yeah. insane. We'll be back after this. All right, well, let's listen to someone else's dating problems and um, I will give you my girl's point of view mm-hmm. and you give your guy's point of view. Hi, Jenna. So I've been friends with this boy for a while, about three to four years now, and we get along really well. His name is Josh. Imagine if it was Steve. (sighs) I know it sounds cliche, but I really feel like he's my soulmate. We get along incredibly well. When he looks into my eyes, it's just the most mesmerizing thing ever, and I feel like he feels the exact same way we keep giving each other hints. But at the same time, we're so worried that we might ruin the friendship. There's also the fact that I met him through my ex. He used to be my ex's best friend. And even though my ex and I broke up on good terms, we're still kind of friends. I feel like that makes it really weird. And I'm so worried that if I say something, I might ruin the friendship or I might ruin my friendship with my ex or I might just make the whole situation really awkward. So how do I go about this? Should I risk it or should I not? He is giving me hints too though, but please help me. Thank you. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. Part of me wants to say life is short, go for it. But the other part is, is he just, does he just, is he just a flirt and he's just flirting with you? And if you do go for it, it's going to blow up the friendship. What do you, I'm stumped. I don't what know. Do you think? I think, uh, I think everything in life is achieved or the good things in life are achieved with a risk. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the guy could speak to the ex and, and, and get the all clear. Oh. Like I think that if someone came to me about an ex that I really was truly done with, yeah, um, you know, over, moved on, happy for them to be happy, um, then you'd give it the green light. Yeah, um, that's true. 
and you know it'd be it would just be horrible for them to live that live for the rest of their days and not know what that was yeah all good all well and good if they both find people but to not be with someone and and to be single but to have that connection and not explore it i don't know i, I think that i would definitely push for the risk oh you big romantic yeah. you i think yeah i'm i that makes a lot of sense i am going to the life is short what if this is your one? Mm. All I know is if one of my friends came to me and said, I've been flirting with your ex and it's someone that I wasn't 100% over, I would be devastated. But, yeah, maybe maybe she – well, he needs to suss it out with mm. the best mate but In that first. scenario, the girl's definitely over the ex. Yeah, oh, she's so, so over and him. And so if the ex isn't over her, yeah. that's, a, that's a whole other issue. Mm. You know, and and a fr- and but and what about him? That's his mate. No, but I get that. But hey, let's turn a bad situation into two good ones, where the guy manages to get over the girl, and move on, and the other guy gets the girl. But does he want to see his friend? Like they're going to go to barbecues, and he's going to see his ex girlfriend with his best mate. Yeah, but he could, he will probably have a girl in his arm at that stage as well. Yeah, Come true. On. I'm, yeah. I'm the optimist it could, here. It could. Push him to get over it yeah, and 100%. find someone else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go for it. it. Bugger it. And then keep us updated. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming pleasure, on the Jana. podcast. So it was very you. fascinating. Good to see you too. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you rate, subscribe and review so we can bump this little podcast up in the charts. And as always, we'll be back next week with some pretty good dating stories until next time go out date up a storm run amok and bring me some really good dating stories are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats, and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to I catch killers early and ad free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.